Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So, uh, yesterday's show, kind of ironic, was titled Be Prepared. Be prepared for days like today where you can already see in the markets that the bank contagion I've been warning you about because me and you and many other people who understand numbers uh, is spreading. Why is it spreading? All you have to do is look at the numbers. Here's what banks are telling you they're losing. That kind of sounds like a problem. We got a new Biden Inc. suspect. I'm going to get to all of this today. But first, a dangerous uh, new deep state move by the Biden administration to get you on a list about your guns. You hear about this? Something we warned you about a long time ago. We got a big, big show for you today. So don't miss anything. Uh, an important one. Folks, uh, LifeLock, tax season is always a crazy time, but it can feel even more stressful if you fall victim to these fake IRS calls. Scammers pretending to be IRS agents will ask for personal information, bank accounts, or for you to wire money on the spot. Be smart and just hang up. The IRS normally contacts taxpayers through the mail. It's important to understand our cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Your personal information gets exposed so often, making it dangerously easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity. It happened to me was really awful. I've had LifeLock for a long time. Protecting your identity can be easy with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock detects and alerts you to potential identity threats you may not spot on your own, like loans taken out in your name. And if you do become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But it's easy for you to help protect yourself with LifeLock. It's what I use. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year. Get it for your kids, too. They steal everyone's identity now, especially for medical fraud. Head to lifelock.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's lifelock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. All right, Joseph, let's go. Here we go, bro. Yes, here we go is right. So, uh, you know, I warned you yesterday to be prepared. Again, panic kills. Uh, having concern and anxiety about something does not. It encourages you to get prepared, and being prepared is the best way to avoid panic. So stay frosty today. You're going to see some massive, uh, massive moves in the stock market today as Credit Suisse, another massive financial institution, is in really critical condition right now. Credit Suisse is enormous. Many of you have heard of it. Yeah. If they go under today and by the end of the day, if they find themselves nearly insolvent, we're going to have a really big problem on our hands. Whoa. An enormous problem. Yo, yeah. A lot of you never heard of Silicon Valley Bank before. I can guarantee you most of the audience knows who Credit Suisse is. I'm going to get to that in a second. But first, another story. Folks, the Biden administration and the Democrats have wanted to put you on a gun list forever. Now, there are certain restrictions in federal law that ban the government, the federal government, from keeping a list of gun owners. Now, because there are restrictions on what they can do, doesn't mean the Democrats care. Have the Democrats ever cared about restrictions on government power before? The answer is, hell no, they haven't, of course. The Democrats say, we want a list. They'll find a way to get you on a list. Now, they want you on a list if you're a gun, over, a gun owner for a reason. Does it mean they're going to raid everyone's house and take your guns? No, because it's, a, again, it's a strict mathematical equation. There's about, a, what, 130 plus thousand federal agents out there? Millions and millions of gun owners? There's not even enough people. Not to mention a lot of small towns and sheriffs wouldn't even tolerate it. 
So why do they want the list? Not that they wouldn't do that. I'm just saying the math isn't likely. The reason they want you on a list is they want the list as a cross-reference tool to go and red flag you. Oh, really? Sounds like something we warned about on the show. Joe Armacost shows up at a MAGA rally with his MAGA hat on. All of a sudden, they use their facial recognition software. Oh, look, there's Joe Armacost. Gosh, he screamed something about the government I didn't like. Maybe we should open up an intel case on him with the FBI. Sounds like something Kyle Serafin, the FBI agent, who's a whistleblower, told us about. There you go. Told us about their use of, remember that? Intelligence cases rather than criminal cases, because you never know a case was even opened on the intel side. Next thing you know, there's Armacost, shows up on a list. Oh, look, we cross-referenced him to our gun list. Joe has an AR-15. Be a real shame if we showed up at his house and get took that AR-15 back, right? Swindlers list. True. They want these, and the swindlers are the government. The government is always looking to put you on a list, and Democrats love the idea of a list. No tyranny has ever survived without a list of subversives. Epic Times article. Gun owners of America are aghast at potential ATF expansion. Folks, I've been warning you about this forever. Biden yesterday launched this executive order that I promise you the purpose of it was to put you on a list. Here, let's walk through it. It's going to take a second to explain this, but it's not complicated. So the ATF uses a zero tolerance policy, they know, to build an unconstitutional gun registry, uh, this act claims. GAO obtained an internal policy memo in which ATF officials explain how to shut down law-abiding gun shops for minor infractions. Now, hold that. Hold, hold, William Wallace now. Why would the ATF be wanting to shut down gun stores for minor infractions? Well, they don't want them to sell guns, Dan. Eh, yeah, kind of, but that's not the real reason. Because when a shop closes... All of its sales records for its guns are transferred to the government. Oh, really? GAO claims the ATF has then aggregated these records into a central gun registry to track all firearms, whether they've been used in a crime or not. Isn't wow? Isn't that fascinating? So the ATF already has a de facto list. Shut down the gun store. We'll take your records. Thank you very much. How many guns did Dan Bongino buy there? Now, what's the problem with this gun registry list, folks? The problem with the gun registry list, and what I've been warning you about, about universal background checks for a long time, is once Joe buys a firearm from, say, whatever, Joey Bag of Donuts gun shop, right? Joe can sell the firearm, give the firearm, as long as it's illegal, not, not, not a prohibited possessor. Just say Joe gives the uh, firearm to Little Joe. You know, Little Joe certainly knows how to use firearms. He can say, listen, I don't want it anymore, Joe. You can have it, right? There's nothing illegal about that. So if he gives it to little Joe, right, and the ATF shows up at his house and says, hey, listen, uh, we're here. We saw you at the MAGA rally, and uh, we'd like to see your firearms that you bought. Not that we haven't seen videos of that in the past. Remember that video, Gee, we played in the show? ATF knocking on the door. Hey, we'd like to see your guns. Not that you haven't seen that before. Joe can legally say and would be correct, "Eh, I don't have it anymore. I gave it it away. Well, who'd you give it? It's none of your business. If there's no legal avenue for the ATF. You see now where the universal background check thing comes in? Huh. If Joe's obligated to give the firearm to his son and obligated to check it first and do background checks 
through an FFL, federal firearms licensee, when the ATF shows up at his house and Joe says, I don't have the gun anymore. They're going to say, really, where's the record of your background check for you? Oh, ah, so now we know who you gave it to. It's almost like they want a list and they want to know where the guns are. Now, after Uvalde, the bunch of dumb, dopey, silly Republicans signed on to this new gun law that empowered the ATF and empowered these red flag laws, which are clearly a violation of due process. A bunch of dopey Republicans signed on. McConnell championed this thing, of course. Here it was from CNBC, uh, June 2022. Biden signs landmark gun legislation. God willing, it's going to save a lot of lives. No, it won't. It won't save a lot of lives. But I'll tell you what it will do. It will absolutely empower the ATF to create a list of gun owners. Now, here's Biden yesterday. Are you following me, guys, what the purpose of universal background yeah. check thing is? It has nothing to do with background checks. Listen to me. Criminals don't do background checks. Does anybody know why? Because they're criminals and they won't pass. It's the same reason I don't take an organic chemistry class in college. Because organic chemistry is not my bag of donuts and I don't want to fail the final exam. Criminals don't do background checks because they're criminals and they won't pass. How do they know they're criminals, Dan? Because they've been in jail. How do they know they've been in jail? Because it's them. Because it's them. So they know. So you're telling me the only people who pass background checks are people who know they're going to pass the background check. Overwhelmingly. The idea of a universal background check is only to be sure that Joe can never say, I sold the firearm. To who? None of your business. They don't want that. They want to make it their business. Here's Biden yesterday telling you what he's going to do with universal background checks. Take a listen. First, this executive order helps keep firearms out of dangerous hands. As I continue to call on Congress to require background checks for all firearm sales. And in the meantime... In the meantime, my executive order directs my attorney general to take every lawful action possible possible to move us as close as we can to universal background checks without new legislation. Just once in a while, it'd be really, uh, really good to predict something about the tyrannical Democrats and be, be wrong about it. It's not hard, folks. This is not some matter of uh, I'm smarter than anyone else out there. A number of conservative commentators called this, too. However, this background check thing I've warned you about forever is only a vehicle to create a gun list. Now, what's the problem with universal background checks? Well, the Democrats, because a lot of the good Republicans, Freedom Caucus folks and others, are savvy to what the Democrats are doing in trying to create a list. So it hasn't been able to pass by law. So, of course, because Biden doesn't believe in the law and the Constitution, who passes the laws? Oh, the Congress, right? The president doesn't, president doesn't write law. No, the president doesn't do that. But of course, the president, you know, he doesn't, this guy, he's a tyrant. I mean, he's a corrupt tyrant, obviously. The president decided to write his own law through an executive order saying, we're going to expand background checks. And I warned when this Uvalde gun bill, after the tragedy in Uvalde passed and dumb Republicans signed onto it, I warned you that there was a stipulation in this bill where they categorized almost anyone who sells a firearm as a federal firearms licensee, and therefore you'd have to register, which would do what, Joe? Create a list. Yep. They'd create a list. I warned you about this a long time ago. 
that they were going to recategorize Joe selling the gun to his son if Joe made a profit as a federal firearms licensee, meaning he would have to go through a background check and put the kid on a list. And of course, that's exactly what Biden's executive order that he launched yesterday is going to do. He instructed the attorney general to basically categorize everyone as a federal firearms licensee that they can, that earns a profit, so you can be put on a list. Here is a show from, what, eight, nine months ago, about a minute-long clip of me warning you exactly about the Uvalde gun bill, and it all came true yesterday. Take a listen. An FFL, a federal firearms licensee, someone licensed to sell firearms, right? Federal firearm licensee. The bill does this dipsy do quickaroo kind of a flipperoo end around. Quickaroo flipperoo, right? Section 120002. It redefines who an FFL is. It with the it redefines by striking with the principal objective of livelihood and profit and inserting to predominantly earn a profit. Really? So you could be declared an FFL with all the licensing requirements if you sell your own guns privately to predominantly earn a profit? That sounds like it could be just about anyone. I think that's the point. So you couldn't get universal background checks. What's the point of universal background checks? Come on, ladies, fellas, you all know you listen to the show. You know it better than I do. The point of universal background checks is because Democrats want a list of everyone who has firearms. And if every private sale to a legal gun owner, including you selling or giving your guns to your kids when you die, has to be documented, the Democrats have a list of everybody who has guns so they can come get them later. That's why they want universal background checks. And it happened yesterday. And stupid, dopey, dumbass Republicans signed on. It's, it's, it's really the stupidity is unfathomable. It really is. What, you trusted the Biden administration after you signed this disastrous gun law? You trusted them to restrict their expansion of the FFL to only legitimate FFLs who may have been skirting the law? Are you insane? Biden just told you what he wants to do. He told Merrick Garland, the attorney general, to use the law I warned you about nine months ago to make basically everyone an FFL. Because they couldn't get a background check, universal background check law passed because smart Republicans figured out what was up. Dumb ones signed right on and now gave them a very opaque law to earn a profit by selling guns. That could mean anyone, as I warned you about. And the Biden administration yesterday said, go make it mean anyone. All right, I want to get to the bank thing. But just quickly, another attack on the Second Amendment, too. It's a great piece. It's in my newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Remember, what they can't do legally, the Democrats, they will do illicitly, immorally, and extra-constitutionally. You can't get a background checklist passed? Just make everybody an FFL, and you'll have to do a background check. How, by law? No, of course not by law. We'll use an executive order. This is what Democrats do. So Democrats who want to take away your guns are also now using public nuisance lawsuits, suing everyone claiming guns are a public nuisance to basically make it impossible to buy, purchase, own, or sell a firearm anywhere. Read this article. They're never going to stop. This is lawfare. That's what this is. 
Warfare, warfare using the law. They will never stop. That's why I can't encourage you in strong enough terms to get out of states that don't respect your civil liberties. Folks, I get it. Why did I going to stay and fight? I, I, I totally understand. You do you. I'm just telling you, you're not going to be able to stay and fight when they're taking your money and your right to defend yourself away. You'll find yourself dead. Get to a state that respects your ability to protect yourself. All right, let's get to the story of the day here. Folks, I warned you yesterday that, that Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank were not the only financial, financial enterprises out there that were in trouble. Why? Because the FDIC chairman himself, back on March 6th, Martin Grunberg, he warned that the problem with Silicon Valley Bank, where they had a bunch of bonds that were losing money, they were losing for the bank was losing money. If the bank's losing money, it doesn't have your money to get back to you. Because where does the bank get its money? You. The bank lost $1.8 billion on the sale of bonds. The problem is a bunch of people rushed to take their money out. Well, similar banks are having the same problem now. How Silicon Valley Bank avoided oversight. Wall Street Journal, Galston. The piece is kind of strange. Argues for more government, which I think is a little weird. But he notes a very important point here. That what I just told you, the chair of the FDIC made remarks on March 6th where he talked about that uh, long-term maturity assets, pointing out rate increases by the Fed there, had already reduced the value of these assets by other banks by $620 billion. That's a lot of cheese. So other banks out there have a $620 billion gap between assets on their books and what they're worth. This is called information. I know lefties don't want to hear it. If Trump was in the White House, they'd be calling for a full-blown panic right now and everybody to evacuate the banking system. But because it's a Democrat in the White House, they're trying to hide the gravity of the situation right now. Is it time to panic? It's never time to panic because panic kills. And everybody draining their money out of the financial system at the same time will cause the collapse I'm actually warning about. I'm telling you this to be prepared and do your due diligence on your investments and your banking. Because if you think the problem is only two banks, you're out of your mind. As Credit Suisse is showing today. Folks, you know things are bad. When even CNN, the Biden political action committee over there is warning about what's ahead. See, here's the problem with left-wing media outlets that are going to face going forward. Unlike the Russia hoax story, where you can hide the silliness and outrageousness of it for years, if the stock market takes a dump, there ain't no way to hide that. So even the lefty news organizations are scratching their head like, oh, my God, what are we going to say? What are we going to do? Here's CNN warning about what's next. And even now that clown show at Moody's is saying, eh, we got a problem in the banking system. Take a listen. How should we be interpreting Moody's decision now to downgrade the entire banking sector? Well, it's certainly a sign of continued concern about these banks. Moody's says that uh, they expect the banks are going to continue to remain under pressure for as long as the Federal Reserve hikes interest rates. They're warning they could downgrade six U.S. banks, including First Republic Bank, Western Alliance and Comerica. What are they talking about? Talking about the CNBC piece, Moody, Moody's a clown show, by the way. They, the, the thing they just pulled with the Israeli judicial reforms, is a, it's a clown show. I mean, it's a left-wing outlet. That I don't take them seriously. 
However, if they're a largely left-leaning leaning outlet that likes to intervene in, in the political process, then you've got to wonder if even they're cutting the outlook on the U.S. banking system. U.S. banking, what do you mean? U.S. bank? No, no, the U.S. banking system. For liberals, that means the whole thing? To negative? And they're citing rapidly deteriorating operating environments? That sounds to me like we got trouble. Like something we warned you about. Let me tell you what banks are up to, too. I'm going to show you a video of what these banks were up to while this crisis was brewing, while interest rates were going up, making the value of the bank's assets, their bonds go down. Banks had low-yielding assets. When yields go up, the low-yielding assets lose money. Only everyone on planet Earth saw this coming, except the banks. I'll show you what Signature Bank was up to in a moment while all this was going under. A lot of other banks are distracted by this woke nonsense, too. We'll get to that in a minute. Hey, springs in the air can only mean one thing, spring grilling. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to spring into something delicious with their semi-annual sale. With 50% off site-wide, grab all your favorites like perfectly aged tender steaks, ocean-fresh seafood, juicy burgers, and decadent desserts. Plus, when you go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code BONGINO, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout, you'll get an additional $30 off your order. It's a perfect way to get fired up and spring into something special. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout. And take advantage of this deal. The steaks are absolutely delicious. I've been a fan for a long time since I lived back in Maryland. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. You're going to want to hurry because 50% off site-wide is only happening for a limited time. So don't miss your chance to save. Visit omahasteaks.com. Use code Bongino at checkout and get an additional $30 off when you shop their semi-annual sale today. Minimum order may be required. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. Food is delicious. He's constantly raiding my freezer for the burgers. They are fantastic. So you may say to yourself, what were these? What were these? Sorry, I'm just I'm watching to see what's going to happen. I'm, I'm keeping my eyes on things to get to you the information right away. Because, folks, I'm telling you, today is the potential to be very ugly very fast. What were these banks up to? When they should have been monitoring maturity mismatches? Maturity mismatches. In other words, when does an asset mature? Well, if it, if it matures long term and people want their money short term and you screw that up, you've got a problem because I want my money, Joe, yet it's tied up in an asset the bank invested in long term. It's kind of like banking 101. They weren't paying attention to any of that. They were very concerned, however, at these banks about pronoun usage and instructing people on Zhao. Joe, Jeer pronouns. <laughs> this video speaks for, this is, this is not a joke. It's not the Babylon Bee. This is an actual presentation at one of these banks. Here, take a listen. Hi to you all at the watch parties. The most common pronouns that folks are familiar with are she and he. Becoming much more common, and I, you know, I don't know if there's anyone in the signature bank world, but probably you have clients that use they, them as pronouns. Um, they're gender neutral pronouns on purpose. We talked about folks that are non-binary that intentionally don't identify as male or female. So some of those folks use they, them as their pronouns. Z is another gender neutral pronoun. Um, and the other part of that would be here, spelled H-I-R. And then there are some folks that say, don't use any pronouns for me, just use my name. So uh, I use he, him as my pronouns, but I'll go through all of these to talk about what they would sound like if I used each one. Gee, I, I wonder why they missed banking 101, mismatching maturities on your assets, creating your own liquidity crisis, 
and failing to predict what Jerome Powell told you was going to happen, that interest rates were going to go up. He actually said it. And you missed that because you were focused on Xi Zhao Zhou Jir pronouns. Now, for the banks out there, I hate to have to do this to you. I'm not a banker. I went to business school. We helped bring a billion-dollar company to market. So I know a little bit about business. Manage a pretty big operation over here. I'm proud of that. Okay, no, a little bit, right? I'm not a banker. I stipulate that point. However, there's this thing called inflation. And with inflation, it's not a secret. They release the numbers every month on inflation. And see, if you're paying attention to the numbers, you'll notice that inflation month over month and year over year is still running at 6% and 0.4 month over month. That's high. So if inflation is high, what does that tell you guys? That tells me that the Federal Reserve is probably, because they're telegraphing it, going to raise interest rates again to try to dry up the money supply. See, if you're in banking, that's a big deal. Because if interest rates go up again, that means that $620 billion gap I told you the banks are losing right now becomes probably $650 and $700. And it gets worse. I'm not a banker. And I know that. So maybe you should pay attention instead of Xi Zhao, though. Zhou Xi or Zhai. Here's Maria Bartiromo yesterday and the inflation numbers that popped again yesterday. Take a listen. It is the usual suspects. It's food, it's shelter, rent, uh, all sending uh, consumer price index up month over month and year over year in line with estimates. Now, that wasn't in Maria's basement. That was broadcast on a major cable news channel. I believe it was Fox Business. So you see, that's not sensitive, top secret information. So maybe get out of the Xi Zhao, though, pronoun seminars. Sit your ass in a boardroom and start figuring out how you're going to manage your assets that are losing $620 billion so you don't collapse our entire banking system. You guys think that's a good idea? I think it's a good idea. Yeah. I think that would be very helpful. Very Considering the banking industry is the one industry that services every other industry in the United States. You know what industry that doesn't use banks? I don't. Folks, be really cautious now, too. I'm going to give you another one of those warnings. I hope I don't have to play again in six months, but I have a feeling I'm going to have to. I'm sorry if I look distracted. I'm not looking around because I'm distracted. I'm keeping my eye on the news as, as this thing is going on right now. My apologies for that. I'm very concerned, just like I was about the Uvalde, the gun bill after Uvalde, and you getting put on a list they will cross-reference to politically target you. I don't want to have to play this clip in six months. I'm very concerned about what Biden did the other day to effectively nationalize the entire banking system. Ladies and gentlemen, that is what happened yesterday. I need to talk to you for a minute and explain something to you. What's going on here? FDIC insurance, you well know, insures $250,000 worth of deposits at FDA, FDIC insured banks. Very simply, the government will pay you back if you have deposits less than two hundred fifty dollars and the bank goes under, period, okay? The reason that number was limited to two hundred fifty dollars folks, is because savvy businesses and wealthier people will have more than two hundred fifty dollars in the bank. That's not a class warfare argument. That's a fact. If you have more money in the bank, you're probably wealthy. So the reason they put a cap on FDIC insurance at 250K was to keep wealthy investors who keep 5, 10 million in a bank maybe 
was to keep them frosty, Joe, to say, my gosh, I don't want to lose, you know, $4,750,000 on my $5 million deposit. So I better be careful where I put my money. Does that make sense? That's the reason there was a cap to keep people. It works like, I should put this in. It, it works like a, a, a copay. I'm just, I don't want to remember. I don't want to forget this for the radio show. Ed. It works like a copay. A copay at the doctor, uh, which, you know, which, which have gotten pretty high a lot of these copays, is meant to prevent you from going to the doctor for a hangnail, right? right. Got a hangnail. Yeah, get a nail clipper. So the reason they put a copay and a deductible in your insurance is so you don't abuse it. You get the point? Like, I got a hangnail. I went to the emergency room. The bill's $7,000. Okay, you got a deductible. And a copay. Right. It's meant to financially invest you in it. That is the point of FDIC insurance's cap at 250. So that rich people are like, all right, I don't want to lose my money. I better check this bank out. What Biden did by unconstitutionally, I'd argue, just declaring now that the United States government is going to insure all assets at SV Bank and potentially elsewhere too at Silicon Valley Bank, regardless of the cap. He effectively took over the entire banking system. It's what the socialists have wanted forever. And it happened right under our noses. They just nationalized the banks. No different than taking over the healthcare business, government-run healthcare, or taking over the farms. They just, please explain to me how they didn't nationalize the banks. The government just said, to every bank and every bank depositor, don't worry, we will pay you back if the bank can't. Effectively, we're your bank. Explain to me otherwise. I'd love to hear it. I'm going to explain to you why this is a disaster in a minute. It's a very important segment. Please stay tuned. Uh, first, these days you're going to need a good night's sleep, folks. Bowl and branch, the sheets I sleep on, B-O-L-L. You spend, uh, however you're spending this uh, coming to a close winter season, make sure you're getting your best sleep with a set of buttery, soft, incredible sheets from Bowl & Branch. They are ridiculously comfortable. They're made with the softest 100% organic cotton you've ever felt. It's the kind of quality you'll feel immediately. I've never been a big sheet guy, said it often. Uh, however, I sleep in hotels a lot. And once I got my Bowl & Branch sheets, and the nice part about them is the more you wash them, the softer they get. You don't want to sleep, you're never going to want to sleep on another sheet, a sheet again. I'm, I'm spoiled by them. You'll be too. Their signature hem sheets from Bowl and Branch are a bestseller for a reason. Bowl and Branch uses the highest quality threads on earth. Their sheets are made from slow-grown organic cotton for a superior softness and a better night's sleep. They are buttery to the touch. They are super breathable. They're perfect for cooler and warmer months. They're so luxurious. They're loved by three U.S. presidents. Make the most of bedtime with Bowl and Branch sheets. Get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use promo code DANB, D-A-N-B, DANB, at bowlandbranch.com. That's B-O-L-L. Exclusions apply. See site for details. That's bowlandbranch.com. Bowlandbranch.com. Promo code DANB. Go today. You're going to love them. So, folks, by the government now taking over the banking system and say, don't worry about the banks. They're just a middleman. We're going to pay you. They have nationalized the one business that has a stake in and basically controls all the others. Do you understand what a monumental Newsweek this has been? How the march to tyranny took nothing. They just took like a, a, a long jump leap. This all happened this week. And it's amazing how few people caught on to this. 
Biden nationalized the banks by creating a national insurance policy for every bank deposit, a de facto one. Now, how does ins- what's the purpose of insurance? How does insurance work? That's what the FDIC is, federal deposit insurance. Insurance works by spreading risk. If you did not have insurance, let's, let's use an easier example. Sometimes we introduce the idea of strictly capital people. It gets confusing. Home insurance, right? Why do you get home insurance? Well, don't be an idiot, Dan. I get home insurance because I want my house to burn down. I can't afford to rebuild the whole thing. Exactly. If there was no insurance market, if it's wiped off the face of the earth, what would you have to do? Well, if you wanted to be sure your house didn't burn down, you would have to say your house is worth $300,000. What would you have to do, Joe? You'd have to keep in the bank $300,000 in the event your house burned down, right? Yeah. Now, what's the problem with that? Well, everybody would have to do that. And if everybody had to keep the value of their house in a, say, bank savings account as their own personal insurance in case the house burned down, how much money would that suck out of the economy? The answer is a whole lot. (laughs) Trillions of dollars of wealth would be sitting, doing nothing, not being loaned to businesses, not growing. Why? Just to personally insure your own house. If you were able to. Yeah, I mean, who makes that? Yeah. That's that's a good point. If you're even able to do that, which most people are not. That's a great point. Say you are able, which is, again, a stretch. Or you even put half of the value of your house. We're talking about trillions of dollars, totally deactivated, and a stagnant economy as money sits in useless pools doing nothing. Insurance, folks, is a good thing. Insurance realizes, if you do it the right way and you got good adjusters, that there's not going to be, unless there's a nuclear war, God forbid, there's not going to be 10 million house fires. There's going to be a few. They have numbers. And what happens is if you put aside, say, 5% of the value of your home over the lifetime of your home in an insurance account, and your house is one of those that burns down, we will rebuild your house, okay? And we'll pay for the whole thing. And it prevents everyone from having to put all this money in a bank and just a little portion of it for insurance. Now, candidly, a lot of people are going to lose that money. Why? Because you're going to pay about 5% to value your house, whatever it is, and your house is never going to burn down. You're never going to use it. But it keeps your 95% of your assets in the economy growing, okay? Think about what the government just did. The government basically just said, we're anticipating everyone's house is going to burn down eventually because this thing is really bad. Therefore, we had to come in and make this dramatic measure because you can't have it both ways. And therefore, we're going to keep aside the value of everyone's house and we're going to pay off everyone at the same time if the bank goes under. Where are they going to get that money? (laughs) From you. They're just going to print it. They're just going to print it. You're telling me 10 million houses could burn down and you think that was such a systemic threat that you intervene to rewrite banking laws But at the same time, you're suggesting, don't panic. We'll pay everyone off when and if this happens. You you can't have it both ways. You get what I'm saying? They don't have that money. This is really bad. It's going to break bad. We're going to pay everyone off. Do you have the money to do that? No, we don't have it. So why do this? Why bail out this specific bank, Silicon Valley Bank, instead of letting the bank go under and saying, everyone... Remain confident in our system. Why not do that? Oh, look at this. Obama official, Hillary donors, and an improv actor. That's Silicon Valley Bank's board of directors. So they have a board of directors 
full of Democrats and an improv actor? It's crazy. Only one guy actually had a background in investment banking. That's great. That's really good to know. A bank, but only one person who actually does banking. That's, 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 that's really crazy. They note that one's a Hillary Clinton mega donor, a board member, who went to a Shinto shrine to pray after Donald Trump won the White House. Another worked for Obama before her own political career spectacularly failed. The third is a prolific contributor to Democrats, including Pelosi, who owns a vineyard just 15 minutes away from the former House Speaker. That's really great. That's really great. Oh, yeah, Guy's like, he's getting worried, Joe. Guy's wondering where that Shinto shrine is because everyone else can have to pray too. So here's a, uh, another article. Look who's invested in this bank. By the way, I'm just, so you understand why they bailed this specific bank out. This is the tech bro bank full of Democrats and the other one's doing pronoun lectures. Xi Zhao If this was a MAGA bank, they would have let it go under and say, ah, let him go. Wall Street Journal. Oh, Cowper's. CalPERS, their pension fund, has 67 million of exposure and another 11 million of exposure to Signature Bank. That's fascinating. So CalPERS, the California Public Employees Relations System, the union that gives a lot of money to Democrats, they have 67 million of exposure. Now, if you're saying to yourself, CalPERS, 67 million of exposure, they weren't smart enough to diversify and move their money around to make sure it was FDIC insured. Uh, no, no, they weren't. They don't have to. No, of course. Why, Joe? Why don't they have to? Uh, because, Please explain to the audience. Because, Dan, they're, whatever they screw up, they'll get back. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Armacost. CalPERS knows damn well that they bought off every Democrat in the book through their union donations. By the way, I don't want these pensions. That's not what I'm saying. I'm telling you, you people managing your pension fund in California are imbeciles. Or maybe they're not. As Joe just said, maybe they're geniuses. Give a bunch of money to Democrats. FDIC insurance goes under. They'll bail us out. Maybe they're not imbeciles. Maybe they think we're imbeciles. It's a great point, Joe. One of the best you've ever made. And maybe, maybe they think we're the dumb ones. Mm-hmm. Are they really dumb or is the system dumb? I think it's the latter. Great point. I want to get to a couple other things because inflation is going to continue to go up as the government prints more money. I described that insurance system, by the way, of how money works in insurance systems and capital, because I need you to understand that if these banks go under, the government has basically said, we're going to rebuild all of your houses. That's what they said. We've insured all your money. They don't have it. So what are they going to do? They're going to print it, which is going to make inflation worse, which is going to absolutely collapse our economy and make your wages worth less. It's not like that's happening, right? Oh, stay tuned. CalPERS and all you union employees out there, all your Democrat gods, you think you escaped? You think, oh, we were saved by our Democrat friends at Silicon Valley Bank. Really? Watch your paychecks as they continue to go. Good news, finally. Field of Greens. This is an, this an, yeah. This is, yeah, yeah, it's empty. This is one of mine. This Field of Greens is Wildberry my favorite flavors. Guy likes the lemon lime. Listen, let's, let's just get cut to the chase here. You got to eat fruits and vegetables, folks. Healthsome, healthy, healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables. Everybody knows that. There's not a serious person in the medical field, nutrition field, the healthcare space, the exercise science space. Not a serious person out there is going to tell you, I ah, don't eat fruits and vegetables. 
Why? Because we know proper nutrition does all of these great things for your body. Good, healthy foods. Various colors of the fruit rainbow and the vegetable rainbow. Carrots, apples, bananas, oranges, blueberries, blackberries, raspberries. They have these micro and macronutrients in there that are healthy. They are God's gift to us. So what's the problem with fruits and vegetables? A lot of people don't want to shop for them. It's a pain. You're busy. They're perishable in many cases. And who has time to cook anymore? Consider this your fruit and vegetable insurance. This is Field of Greens. I love it. I take it every day. I take it twice a day. Matter of fact, I just took it this morning. I put it in some black tea. This is wild berry. It is absolutely delicious. What is it? Well, look on the back. You see that? That is a list of the amazing color rainbow of fruits and vegetables you're going to find in Field of Greens. It is healthy, wholesome, ground up fruit and vegetable insurance. Folks, the best proof of this product will be your next checkup when I bet your doctor says, whatever you're doing, it's working. Keep it up. Pick it up today. Do not wait. Let's get started today with 15% off. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan and use promo code Dan. That's promo code Dan at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Listen, I'm not big in disclosing medical information because it looks like, hey, look at me kind of stuff. But if I showed you my blood work, I'm just saying, it's amazing. This stuff, I twice a day, check it out. BreakhouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. Really, really good stuff. Fruit and vegetable insurance. Okay. So if you're in CalPERS and you're a, and again, this is not a knock on people who work for a living. Please don't take it that way. If you do, you're absolutely misinterpreting what I'm saying. And that's on you, not on me. My father was a union plumber. My brother's a local three electrician in New York. I'm telling you the people running, running your retirement fund really are idiots. Because if they think they escaped here by buying off politicians to insure funds that were uninsured and to get a payoff, you're going to have to print the money to pay everybody off. When you print money, the value of the money in circulation goes down because there's more of it. Supply, demand, money supply goes up. Get the point? Well, it's happening right now, folks. The Federal Reserve sticky inflation, Wall Street Journal. They're talking about the inflation numbers that just popped and how they're affecting real average wages. So you're like, oh, I skated. I'm doing great. I mean, I got a raise. Did you really? Because the February increase in inflation meant another, another monthly decline in the real average hourly earnings after inflation. Does that say decline? Did you manipulate that? So decline would mean to me, I don't know about you guys, call me crazy, but decline means to me, guys, that the real wages, in other words, what you really went down. Yeah, you'd be correct. Yeah, you're right. I would. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm double checking my work. I was All told right, to do that in third grade by Sister Jean. So real wages are actually down 1.3% year over year, which the Wall Street Journal notes is a decline in living standards for most Americans. That's the inflationary pain they note that Washington and Wall Street would like you to ignore. You're getting poorer, folks. Your living standards are going down while Biden's in office. All that is this statistic, by the way, before I get to Biden lying about it yesterday, because he's a sociopathic liar. Sociopathic liar. Real wages is the one number that determines the quality of your life more than any other. If you are making less money, you can acquire less assets and resources, and you are getting poorer. 
But Biden said wages are going up yesterday. Ha! You fell for that? Biden, you mean the same guy who told you he supported gay marriage when he was in high school? You mean the same guy who told you he got arrested seeing Nelson Mandela? Same guy who told you he beat up corn pop? The same guy who told you he was a civil rights activist? The same guy who told you he graduated top of his class as the outstanding student on an academic scholarship? The same guy who told you he didn't do did business with his son? Oh, you mean the sociopathic liar, Joe Biden. Here he is just straight up lying about the numbers. According to Biden, you all got a raise, even though the numbers say you didn't. Take a listen. Take-home pay for workers is going up, especially for lower and middle-income workers. Sorry. Sorry you keep falling for this. Sure, it's going up. Now, Biden doesn't have to worry. Why? Because Biden, Inc. has always made a fortune off you. How off you? You paid him as a taxpayer. Biden has not produced a single item of value his entire life. He's a corrupt, spineless, lying, sociopathic jellyfish, Joe Biden. He disgusts me and all of sane humankind because Biden is corrupt. And so is his Biden Inc. family operation. James Comer was on Hannity today, congressman on uh, uh, looking into and doing some oversight over what the Biden Inc. operation is up to. And he released this little gem on Hannity the other day that apparently there's another Biden family member Getting some payoffs here. This is really weird. Proving my point again that Joe Biden is a foreign agent. And I want you to note at the end, he says something I warned you about a while ago. Is there a whistleblower involved here? I mean, how do you think they found those documents, folks? By chance? Here, take a listen. Two weeks ago, Sean, I subpoenaed a bank for records for three different former Hunter Biden business associates. Uh, one of those associates in particular was Rob Walker. Uh, we got his account. We confirmed that that account uh, around two months after Joe Biden left the office of vice president received a $3 million wire from two individuals directly associated with the Chinese Communist Party. The very next day after that wire was received, uh, the Walker account started transferring money into three different Biden family members' accounts, including a new Biden family member that's never before been identified as someone being involved in the influence peddling scheme. So this is very uh, serious information that we've received very troubling information. It does show a pattern that uh, the Biden family was receiving money directly from China. And the question I have, Sean, is what were they doing in return for that money? Now, this is just one account. Uh, there are many more accounts and many more associates. But fortunately for us, we've had people, whistleblowers that have been coming in. We knew pretty much which account to uh, investigate. Uh, fortunately, well, the bank system. did comply with our subpoenas. Whistleblower? Joe, sounds like something we said uh, two months ago. Yes, it does. Uh, and, and listen, to be candid, that was a informed guess on my part. Having worked criminal cases at the federal level for 10 years of my life. I said to you, there's no way these documents randomly just showed up, the classified documents in the Penn Biden Center. Why? Because Biden is a corrupt sociopathic liar. And if Biden knew he was breaking the law with classified documents, they would have burned them. So what probably stopped them from doing that? The fact that a whistleblower probably went on the record with the FBI saying the documents were there, which would create a really big problem for the Biden administration saying they weren't. It's a he said, he said, she said, she said operation. And there probably was some evidence from the whistleblower that those documents were there. So Biden had a big problem. So now we find out, according to Comer, check out this Washington Times piece. $3 million payment from a Chinese energy company to a family associate. I wonder who that is. 
More Biden Family Inc. operations. Remember, Joe Biden is a foreign agent. I said it once, I'll say it again. Another thing we've been warning you about in the show is SARS. SARS are uh, suspicious activity reports. Banks, by law, have to file a suspicious activity report on a transaction if it's suspicious and meets certain criteria. So if you go into a bank and you've been depositing $500 a month for, say, 10 years, and then Joe goes in over the course of three months, deposits forty, sixty, and seventy thousand dollars. I can promise you, there's going to be a SAR file. <laughs> now it's really weird because Biden, Hunter Hunter Biden, apparently according to multiple reports, has a lot of these SARS. And the Treasury Department, part of the deep state, of course, has been doing what deep state people do: has been trying to hide these suspicious activity reports, which would likely document the Biden being a foreign agent corruption scheme. So Comer had something interesting to say about that, too. Take a listen. We just got word that Treasury has now said they're going to let us have access to those suspicious activity reports. So there's still a lot to learn about how well, we're going to receive those. But we're moving in, in a good direction with, with respect to this investigation. To me, this entire case will come down to follow the money. And it seems like you're on the right track. It seems that's why they have been reluctant and resistant to being uh, of any help whatsoever. Folks, listen, is anything going to happen to Hunter Biden? Nah, probably not. You'd be a fool to trust the DOJ. Government's a total train wreck. You'd be a complete you know, clown trusting Merrick Garland. However, they may do something like charge him with some tax evasion thing. Give him zero time in jail and have him pay a fine, which Joe will likely be paid by a guy who bought his art or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I am going to say this, that if those SARS come out, I've read thousands of SARS. That's what we used to do in the Secret Service. They're very revealing. They can be very detailed at times. And if they get their hands on these SARS and Treasury stops delaying, doing their deep state thing, trying to hide it, you may get a much bigger picture of what Sean just said, following the money, look like. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden is a foreign agent. Again, not 007. He is an economic agent of a foreign government who is bought and paid for. Now you see why I was concerned in yesterday's show, be prepared, China's making moves and Biden's doing nothing about it. Makes you ask some questions, doesn't it? I want to hat tip Joe there. Joe brought that up after we got off the air. It's almost like they got a foreign agent in the White House, China. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, yes, it is. That was such a good point. Yes, I told him. So one time you should have said, he didn't like to talk much during the show. But, you know, he knows his spots there. But I said, you should have said that because that's a good point. Not only is Biden a foreign agent, by the way, he is a sociopathic liar, as I said. Uh, Biden has no social IQ whatsoever. Sociopathic liars, you have to understand, don't care uh, if you know they're lying. Scott Peck had this book, People of the Lie. It was a, it's amazing. It's a book about, he was a psychiatrist. And he, would, he basically interviewed these people and changed their names, obviously. But he talked about how this is what real evil looks like. Sociopathic liars who will stare you right in the face and go, I swear to, I promise I'm not lying. No joke. Who does that sound like? Oh, Joe Biden. They will stare you in the face and say that while they tell you an absolute lie. And here's the thing. They don't care you know it's a lie. Not even a little bit because they're sociopaths. Here's Biden yesterday telling an absolute fairy tale again about his support in high school for a gay marriage. Take a look. I can remember exactly 
where my uh, epiphany was. Okay. I hadn't thought much about it, to tell you uh-huh. the truth. And I was a, I was a senior in high school. And my dad was dropping me off. I remember about to get out of the car and I looked to my right. And two well-dressed men in suits kissed each other. I mean, they gave each other a kiss. And then one went, looked like he was heading to the DuPont building. And one looked like he headed to the Hercules Corporation building. And I'll never forget, I turned and looked at my dad. He said, Joey, it's simple. They love each other. It's simple. No, I'm not joking. It's simple. They love each other. And it's never been, it's, it's, it's never been, it's just that simple. It doesn't matter whether it's, whether it's same sex or a heterosexual couple. You should be able to be married. What is the problem? So listen to your auntie and your uncle. Get married. Do it now. <laughs> Don't wait. Uh, transgender kids is a really harder thing. What's going on in Florida is, as my mother would say, close to sinful. So notice the sociopathic behavior, what he does here. He fabricates a story to pretend he's been some social justice warrior for gay marriage his entire life. And then he uses it later on. To attack a law in Florida, Ron DeSantis uh, uh, down here in Florida, to attack a Republican DeSantis for prohibiting young kids from having their genitals cut off. This is what a sociopath does. So Biden was a big supporter of gay marriage. Well, I could pick anyone to debate Joe Biden on this, this topic of gay marriage, but the best person to pick is Joe Biden. Here's Joe Biden speaking to Tim Russert before he passed, obviously. On the Defense of Marriage Act. Take a listen. I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law, the Defense of Marriage Act. We've all voted, not where I voted and others said, look, marriage is between a man and a woman and states must respect that. Nobody's violated that law. There's been no challenge to that law. Why do we need a constitutional amendment? Marriage is between a man and a woman. There's Joe Biden telling Tim Russert he does not support gay marriage. And uh, I don't know, guys, but the looks of uh, Joe Biden in the U.S. Senate. You think he was out of high school when he did? Maybe a couple years. Yeah, probably so. Right. Folks, the guy is an unrepentant sociopathic liar and he always has been. Listen to me today, please. Stay frosty out there. Don't panic. Keep your eye on your assets. And as I said during the covid crisis, I said on my locals account this morning, too, in these little reality show videos I do in the morning. Be smart with your assets. I'm not your financial advisor. I don't know your situation. However, it's be careful in panics. I warned you during COVID not to sell your stocks because people who have liquid cash like me will come in and buy them. I don't want to buy your stocks on the cheap. If they're good companies, be careful. Watch what the market does. Don't make panic sales. You're going to destroy your wealth that way. The bad companies make a move, but seek, you know, good advice from your financial advisor out there and uh, don't sell anything in a panic. All right. It doesn't make sense. It's important. Stay frosty today. huh? Hey, thanks for tuning in. If you wouldn't mind subscribing to the show, we would deeply appreciate it. Helps us stay on top of the charts. It means a lot to us, helps other people find us, and we love to spread the message. Please click that subscribe or follow button. It's absolutely free on Apple, Spotify, and as always on Rumble. Thanks for joining 11 a.m. live chat. Uh, rumble.com slash Bongino. See you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.